This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Welcome into Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad and Joe along with us as well. We're with you until 11 o'clock this morning. And can we just stop with this already? Uh, it's no, so it's I not, just want this, the warmth, man. This is just what it is. I'm 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 conceding to the fact that this might be our summer. I don't know why. Like I've never. It you know, seems impossible. But. Yeah, I mean, it seems impossible, but you know, what's just Portland? Nothing's impossible. You know, spring or uh, spring break snow. Probably, it's but happened not twice. You know, so uh, I don't know, man. This this could very well be what our summer looks like. Not necessarily rainy, just cloudy and weird. And I'm certainly hoping that's not the case. Well, what I'm hoping for is that because we're getting this uh, delayed start to summer and this nice weather. It gets pushed we back could, until like maybe October. Prolonged summer. Yeah, that you know, could be good. I believe it's called an Indian summer is what my dad said. I don't know if that's uh, politically correct now to say it. But, uh, yeah, basically when your summer just gets pushed back a month as far as the weather goes. I remember a few years back, my dad's birthday, it's on October 18th. And one day it was a scorcher. It was like 76. He was gardening outside with the shirt off. And I'm like, let's do that. I can, can remember it back. I can remember some days. I like, like that glass half full thinking, Joe. I'm trying. No, that's it. That's and that's hopefully what we get. You know, the, the great thing about Because it's June twelve, fifty five and raining. Man, so damn it. And I'm not sure what tomorrow's forecast is gonna be, but I assume it's going to be something. Well, we have Whoa. another atmospheric river, Rashad. And I have our ten day up. Gosh, I feel like there should be a sponsor. I have our ten day forecast brought to you by Oh Blink. God. Today is gonna be raining all day. Uh oh. rain today, forty three percent chance tomorrow. Uh, and 44% chance on Tuesday. Both say showers. Tuesday specifically a.m. showers. And then a break. But then we're we're in the clear, baby. Yes. I'm seeing a lot of partly cloudies, but nothing more than 23% chance for the next, like, week and a half. 72, 71, 67, 68, 69. So get to Wednesday, and maybe that's the beginning of summer. We might be in the clear. We we'll might see. be in the clear. We'll see. I just don't want it to be gray. Like, I would rather it just rain instead of, like, those... 
overcast, you know, really kind of muggy days that we can end up having. I just don't want it to be one of those. It looks like we might have to wait until July until we get those fully clear sky days. That's typically what happens. Above 80. You know, and then we get the, you know, get the sunshine for sure until the end of September. And then October is kind of a kind of a crapshoot. Like it could start raining immediately October 1st, or it could give us, like you said, until your until your pa's birthday and wait a little bit later in the month to start coming down. But but I, I really can't remember a, a time like this where three straight weeks you had a good chunk of the weekdays be good weather. And then the weekends just absolute trash. I know it's three been like straight weeks. It's been like this. three. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like oh look, summer's here, guys. It's getting nice out. Well, and then when you want to go out and do stuff, it's disgusting. Well, yeah, and I'm like I I want to keep track of the weekend weather for golf. So I I haven't booked a tee time any Saturday or Sunday the last three weeks, and it's been very frustrating to say the least. Well, we uh, we got a new grill for the house. We got a little offset smoker grill, which I've never used before, which is kind of intimidating and kind of exciting at the same time. Are you about to tell me that you're not grilling in the rain, Mike? I am not grilling in the rain. Well, we 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 had to build the grill, right? We bought it unbuilt because okay. the built grill that was at Home Depot was busted, and we didn't want to risk that. So we did it ourselves. How many hours did that take you? Uh, it didn't take too long. It took about an hour, probably 45 minutes. It was a lot of pieces, but... It was, you know, teamwork, okay. right? Respectable. Okay. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes, sir. Holding pieces in place, reading the instructions well. You know, there are a lot of people out there who don't like to read the instructions, and that's where you fall into problems. But uh, we just look at the box. <laughs> I think I was, this goes I, here. For a long time, I was a look at the box, guys. Like, man, if I can figure this out on my own, I don't really need to. <laughs> so you never correctly built anything? Because, what are these extra pieces? Yeah, why do I have 30 pieces left over? Unnecessary. You, like, get something done, and then it just falls apart immediately. But it was it was sitting in our garage in the box, and we were going to make the grill and grill something on the first sunny weekend of summer. We've had the grill now for, as Joe mentioned, three weeks. <laughs> we got it the first weekend, and we said, hey, if it's nice tomorrow, let's build the grill and have some food. No, it wasn't. Oh, we'll do it next weekend. Oh, it's raining again. We'll do it next weekend. Well, that was this weekend, and we decided to build it because my parents are coming to town, and we'd like to grill something for them while they're here. So we built it, put a cover on it, and now it's sitting outside in the rain. <laughs> well, Mike, um, while I, I understand, I, I don't have a lot of uh, you know sentiment towards your situation because guess are what I was doing? Are you a rain griller? Guess what I was doing last night? Hey, man. If Grilling you got a, in the rain? You got a cover grilling, for, baby. You got a cover for your grill, man. It's There's... There's no bad season to do it. Like, if there is a, I mean, mind you, I don't want to, you know, be outside in the winter because it's freezing. However, if it's like this and it's just raining and I want some some ribs or some brats or something on the grill, guess what? Okay. I did last night. Brats, dogs, and corn, baby. Here, let me, let me. Some glizzies? Let me pull back the curtain and reveal something about myself that has always embarrassed me. I'm not very good on a grill. So. Uh, I, I have grilled before. I am not a complete novice, but I'm like I'm a I'm sort of a novice at grilling. So if I'm going to be doing something, especially on a grill that's unique to me, I've never had one of these side smoker charcoal grills. Um, I want to make sure that if I'm standing outside for three hours because I messed something up, it's not raining. That's true. <laughs> I get it. So. I get it. There's something about I need practice, but I don't want to be standing in the rain screwing things up in practice. There's also something about a uh, grilling that you're like. Your survival caveman kind of instincts 
creep up and you just kind of look at things and you're like, that looks right. That looks yeah. that looks good. Yeah, right. Just eyeball test have, all, all yeah. day. Like, uh. I like rarely ever use a meat thermometer. I just never saw my dad using one growing up when he was on the grill and he always just killed it. Made yeah, it was amazing always food. So that's what I just, I mean, like, I just never used it. And then some people say, oh, no, with this cut, you got to use a, yeah. Use a, and when you to get, me, like, it's bigger. just, again, you just got that feeling in you, again, yeah. just kind of a caveman over the fire. Like, so yeah, Joe likes well dumb. done things. That's good to know. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you get, but again, oh, once no. you, once you, Joe's kind of right. Like, once you get to a point, like, every great griller, and I'm in no means saying that I'm a great griller, I'm still. You guys work better on, than me, that's for sure. I think, I think, honestly, I think you have to be in like your mid 40s to 50s to be like, okay, I've got a firm grasp on what's going of on here, what this grill is, <laughs> and where everything goes. Like, seriously, like all my friends that are like in their 30s, like the, the barbecue is, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's, it's great. Tastes good and all that stuff. But there's something. Where's about the, the nuance? Yeah, right. But there's something about the, 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 the old guy that's, that's on the grill that, you know, the shirt tucked in. Or, or whatever the case is, and and, uh, and in my case, uh, probably a cigarette in his mouth and a drink in his hand, but still, man, everything comes out perfectly. So I think you just, I think it's one of those like old man strength type things. Like the older you get, just the better you get on on the grill. So yeah. Hopefully, by the time I'm you learn the tricks of the trade, you learn yeah. where on the grill your grill is the best to cook I, things. I guarantee you there's not a, 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 a forty plus male that's listening right now that. Is it amazing on the grill? Yeah. And there's probably a lot of them judging me for being a 32 year old grilling novice, but you know what? But you got time, you know? And didn't I say something? I'm willing to work on it. Wasn't it you last week I said something too about uh, watching people grilling like videos? I was like, I will only, I was like, if it's a really, really fat SOB on this video, like pushing over 300 pounds. And he's telling me how to cook barbecue. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What else? This guy knows what, what he's talking about. What kind of sauce? About. Mustard, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that. What seasonings did you put into these before you put it on the yeah, grill? All that. Oh. I let her sink in uh, six two liters of Pepsi overnight. Like there's certain there's <laughs> certain right. dishes to oh, where okay. if you're if you're a bigger person, I just I just trust that this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. You know, in most cases, like if you got that little piece of of jiggle right there on our arm. You know what I mean? I, I <laughs> automatically assume that this of- macaroni and cheese is delicious. Automatically. Yeah. Well, for this uh, mac and cheese, I use 18 sticks of butter. Oh, is that why it's so rich? Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm. butter makes everything better. Yeah. So I, I am actually a little bit nervous about using the grill for the first time, too. So I'd like it to be ideal circumstances when it happens. You know, I remember that, too, Mike. I remember I my first little grill was one of those small ones mm. that you would like take camping or put on the yeah. bed of your truck that's what i had to learn on well and i even had a that, gas even that I, was intimidating i didn't know what i was doing right i had a gas grill my first grill yeah and the first time i made burgers i messed it up completely and they were way too undercooked and then the second time i made it i i overcompensated and i overcooked them a little bit and then the third time i found the sweet spot and i made some really delightful burgers and i was really happy um but i didn't use that grill a ton when I had it, and now that we have a new one in the new family relationship, and it's a different kind of grill, it's not a gas grill. The offset, it's like different temps across your grill, and it's smoke heat coming in, and it's so much more going on. Right, right. And I'm like, I went from barely knowing how to use a gas grill to now I have to learn how to use this thing. Yeah. yeah. But I was reading too, and texters, if if you do know about this, please help because we we rely on you for being smarter than us. Um. I was looking up because we, we just have some ground beef and we were just going to make some burgers, right? And if I were to make the burgers on an offset smoker grill, 
do I put the burgers actually in the offset smoker on top of the flame so I get direct heat on it? Or do I put them in the main area with the smoke coming in, even though it's going to take way longer to cook? Because basically it's a lot of like slow cooking in this. But we have under in the side smoker, there is uh, the metal grates on top that you can cook stuff on it there, too. So do I just cook it on that on the smaller grill? I would, then, I mean, is that what I, I do? I would think with a burger, I yes. probably would. Yeah. Probably, yes. right? You want open, the direct open heat. flame, yeah, I probably would be the best. I mean, but smoked burgers don't sound half bad if you want to wait. Well, I was looking you know. it up, and you can, like, smoke them for 10 minutes and then cook them over the flame. Yeah, so okay. you get the smoke flavor, and then you cook them, finish cooking them, I should say. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So I'll, I'll be honest, guys. I'm not a, I'm not a gas grill fella. Well, yeah, you, we're charcoal you, now. Yeah, you go I, charcoal gang? Oh, man, all day. And, you know, just, you know, I, I think propane it just tastes different. Like, yeah. My girlfriend tastes, was adamant about getting the, the charcoal grill. And I've, I've done gas basically my whole life and there's definitely times when i see like the videos on instagram of dudes throwing into these huge hunks of wood into their smokers and or doing the charcoal and getting that all prepped there's something about that there's that something manly about it yeah like, definitely I mean, you know appealing yeah, yeah absolutely you know it's basically like a, a primal kind of things like you know man fire food you yep. know that's the you know the three main things right there the, so the next thing though i mean my next grill will be along the lines of the pellet grill or the mm-hmm. wood grill something where you can do, do some smoking action my next grill is going to be some i think it's called a la china box or la china box or something i forget what it is i've used it like one time and we ended up um doing a whole pig inside of it mm-hmm. and it was it was awesome like you kind of they, you know, obviously the pig is butterfly. Then it goes between like these two racks, and you put it yeah, in. Yeah, the Lacaja La China. Yeah, roasting there you box. go. There you go. And you put the coals on top. And again, like th- that pig was the greatest thing ever. We right? might need to stop talking about like all of this. No, I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> thank you guys because I'm barbecue. Don't let today. the one texter dissuade you. No, Come no, no. I, I'm because this all just sounds so damn good. I, oh, I didn't yeah. see any text. I'm just like. Hearing about these whole roasted pigs and barbecue and all this, it's just like, damn. Well, yeah, this text came in and said, for burgers, put them over the flame. Okay, easy enough. The nice thing is that they, it came with the metal grates in the side smoker, so I can cook on that. Or I was watching a video. You can put the charcoal in, like, one of those um, throwaway metal tins, like the aluminum tins, and you could put it underneath the main grill and just have the direct flame there, too. So, And we got two hours of sports. Like, relax. You know, it, does this person chill. not listen to the fan? Chill. Yeah. Do you know We're that we not talk about sports? We got for a whole hour and 45 minutes left of sports. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Relax. Relax. It does make me think, though, just to keep talking about not sports. Uh, <laughs> it makes me. Just to piss this guy even not, uh, off. <laughs> yeah, even don't more here. the Fox already. <laughs> yeah, don't challenge me. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, I, I was thinking about that while you guys were talking. Grilling is like a very basic skill that people view as like everyone should know how to do right because like oh i can grill i can throw something on the grill for you are there other things like that that are actually not as commonly known that everyone thinks are known i think i think because like grilling to me it's like i don't think as many people understand grilling as people want to believe no uh shoot the only thing i can think of really is like Working with cars or something like basic about cars, changing I know oil, nothing about changing cars. this. If you want like to that. stay food related, I can't bake anything to save my life. Mm. Baking's probably yeah, that's a good one. 
That's a good one. Again, okay, I, I mean, cooking like, could be in the same boat, well, too. Again, I feel like cooking some people are like, difficult. oh, yeah, I baked this this weekend, and I made this. I made a whole loaf of bread. I think I'm frying like, is, a, is a big that. thing for a lot of people as well. You know, just being able to actively fry something and not burn the hell out of your house or, or your yourself. Down. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, or you yeah. think you fry it, and then you bite into and blood raw just, chicken yeah, or whatever. And blood uh. just spreads in your mouth. Like, yeah. So, never, uh, never experienced it exactly. myself, so frying is one. I think frying more than anything else is the worst because there's nothing worse than, again, Joe, getting a piece of chicken or a, a pork chop or anything that's supposed to be fried, and then you cut into it, and it just, it's still, it's still, you It's know, tartar, yeah, Rashad. Yeah, gross. No, thank you. Hard pass. That's oh, yeah, that could be good sometimes. Prepared. That could be good sometimes. <laughs> Ew. Chicken tartar. Ew. All right, let's, uh, let's get to break here. Um, Sports. Okay. We will talk some NBA finals today, but the topic of the week has been the live tour PGA tour stuff. And the idea of would you, if offered blank amount of money from a morally bad thing, would you take said money to help them sports wash their own bad thing? We'll get to that as well. Text us 503-250-1080. But I do want to begin with the NBA Finals. It's been good and interesting and hard to predict and really hard to get a get a handle on who's playing better than the other team. I mean, it is tied at two. So, I mean, that would be an obvious statement to make. But usually there's like a flow to these series. This has been very disjointed to me. And we'll get to that next. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine twenty-two here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe, with you until eleven o'clock. Leshwap Tires podcast. 
1080 the fan on twitter our personal pages i'm at mike lynch 27 rashad's at taylormade 503 joe is at joe fish 3 f i s c h we'll get to the uh golf stuff here in a couple of segments but we want to get a little nba finals in for you to start the series is tied at two the next game is tomorrow six o'clock you'll be able to hear it over on 910 watch it on abc Back to San Francisco. Each team has split the first two games in the various teams or in either either team's home cities. And usually I think the thing that I, I like a lot about following playoff series is kind of following the story of the series. Right. There, there's always something going on that kind of creates an extra angle. And at least for me, in watching this series so far is outside of like the Draymond stuff, which I guess is something we should probably talk about um, at the very least, just his play, which has been abysmal. But beyond that, I feel like it's been every game has had its own story and it's been hard to kind of get a grasp of who I think is playing better because after game one and you saw the Celtics defense in that fourth quarter and you're like, Oh my God, like look at how well they played. And then game two, you had the typical warriors third quarter comeback and they extended the lead to be so much at that point that it, it didn't even matter that the Celtics had a better fourth quarter. They were already up by like 25 third game. You once again had the warriors third quarter rush but the elite defensive fourth quarter came back again, giving up less than 20. So game one, they gave up, what was it? 16 in the fourth quarter. And then they gave up 11 in the fourth quarter in game three as the Celtics won by double digits. And then two days ago, it was warriors by 10. And again, halftime who had the lead Celtics warriors had a big third quarter lead was big enough that the Celtics didn't get, get a chance to get back in. So, like, each game has been its own little story, its own little mini story of what each team does well, but neither style has won out. And it's kind of – it's it's interesting. I, I can't remember a finals like this where it's been what feels to be a dead heat. Oh, yeah. this I, I've been saying this since, you know, game one. This is going to go back and forth. Like, the one thing that both teams have working for them is they both have incredible coaching staffs. Um, and – both coaches, you know, really kind of come from the Popovich tree, you know. So this is very much Greg Popovich type, you know, defense, elite defense towards the end of games. Those times you thought San Antonio would be out of it, and then they kind of fought back and end up winning games. That's what both teams look like right now. Uh, you're seeing the length of Boston really be a problem for Golden State, and that I think that's the main issue. Not that, that's why they play defense so well. They're able to get their hands on uh, on aired passes and things like that. And Robert Williams at the rim is just amazing. He's If he's not blocking shots, he's changing them. And that's a really underrated part of being a big man, or especially being a, a shot blocker, is I can make you do just this regular left-hand layup or I make you do some crazy up-and-under stuff because you're afraid I'm going to throw it out of the gym. And that's what he does for a lot, of, a lot of plays on defense. So I think the Celtics' defense at times is – is really better than what the Warriors' offense is. The Warriors' offense is Steph. If Clay is going to give you some, Clay has some, had one good game. He's had one good game. You know, he he's had some good quarters, 
but he hasn't had like a full great game except for the one of the four so far. So uh, the offense so far, it looks like it's 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 going to be Steph. And if you're asking me, the Boston's offense is not better than them, but they've got more options as far as really giving you cons- a consistent night because Marcus Smart isn't supposed to average 20 in this series. Marcus Smart is a 13 at most point a night, and if he gives you 13, that's a luxury because he's not a, a – You have a, him for his defense. Yeah, you have him for his defense. So if he gives you 13 points, like, man, great that we needed that. But when he's giving you 20, some people saying he's shooting too much. I, I tend to agree a little bit. I think he's shooting too much, but he's also not passing up open shots, which he, which he shouldn't. Draymond looks terrified to shoot. He gets the ball, and it's like, uh, do I have to shoot this? I'm like, yes, bro, you're open. You have to shoot it. Like, you're in the NBA. And he's, you know, I think that's really hurting the Warriors as well. If he were playing better, I'm not saying they would be winning the series, but I don't think they would be, they would be, they wouldn't be out in the fourth quarter yeah. like they have been over the past four games. Well, let's save a little Draymond stuff for next segment because that's, that's one of the more interesting things about the finals to me is throughout the playoffs, we've looked at Draymond as being the key cog on this team offensively and defensively. Now, not because of the points that he scores, but because of the fact that he can bring the ball up the court because of what he does to allow Steph and Clay and Jordan Poole and whoever else to run crazy screen plays around the back of the back of the defense and then get open. And then defensively, he had been really good in the first few series. He had been able to, in their small ball lineup, stop really good players effectively enough to obviously let the Warriors win. But he is not in this finals played the part of Draymond that we, that we've expected. So we'll get to that next, but one final thought, and you mentioned Marcus smart. It's you're used to the warriors having the other guys contributing, right? You're used to the warriors being Steph and clay and whoever Kevin Durant, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, whatever other name you want to throw in there from guys they've had in the past, you know, five, six years. And in reality, you're right. It's the Celtics that are playing that that role because Jalen Brown's been playing great. Actually, Jason Tatum has been struggling in the finals, largely struggling in the finals. I uh, think he's been struggling with shooting in the finals. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But he's, otherwise, he's averaging like nine, nine rebounds and like eight assists. Like, he's, yeah. he's doing work. He's not being like 45-point-a-game Jason Tatum. But And the Celtics are still winning despite that because Marcus Smart is playing well and because Jalen Brown is playing well. And because Derek White had one good game and Al Horford had a really good game and it's they're getting the full complement team approach to uh, to to kind of hide any warts that are coming from a bad Jason Tatum game. And the Warriors are really you're right. It's it's been all Steph. So it's it's interesting that that we're kind of seeing a huge change in the Warriors because of that. So we'll take a break. Coming up next, let's talk about Draymond because. I know it's a long season. It's a lot of games and and this is, we don't want to, you know, jump to conclusions here, but Draymond green, like two years ago, the Blazers were like, Oh, we should get Draymond green. The Blazer fans were like, yeah, you should get Draymond green. Look at what he can do to the team. Now. eh, I don't know if anybody wants Draymond anymore. We'll get to that next first. Joe has sports. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine thirty-four here on your Sunday morning. Sports Sunday here with you. Talking some NBA Finals here. We're going to get to the golf stuff uh, probably next segment, maybe top of the ten o'clock hour. But I want to discuss Draymond Green, who was earlier in the playoffs considered such a vital part of the Warriors system, offense, defense, energy, style of play. You know, I think I even asked the question once uh, to Stockwatch to primetime one of these weeks is, is Draymond the most important player in left in the playoffs or in the finals or something like that? Because despite the fact that he doesn't give you the stats that you look for, generally speaking, watching the Warriors, you see Draymond's uh, thumbprints over everything, right? Everything that goes on on the floor in some way goes through Draymond until the finals where he has looked washed. And I really am hesitant to declare somebody washed. I've made that mistake in the past where you're like, ah, this guy's lost it. It doesn't matter the sport, just looks washed. And then six weeks, six months later, they're back to being the normal version of themselves. And you're like, wow, I just called that player washed six months ago. What am I doing? So I'm hesitant to say that Draymond Green is now washed. Could be the end of a long season, lots of minutes. Maybe he's got some nagging injuries. I don't know. But at the very least, I'm confident in saying that Draymond Green is not playing well enough for the Warriors to win this series, in my opinion. You need elite Draymond defense, and you need good enough Draymond on offense in terms of leading the offense and and bringing the ball to the floor. And you need Draymond not in constant foul trouble to make me believe that he can help you win this series. And I think that's a big difference that we haven't seen with the Warriors that much is, is losing Draymond like this. Although I guess we saw it with the when he got suspended for the one game, right, because he kicked the guy in the nards. 
But uh, yeah, so we've seen that once. But it just—it's been weird without him out there all the time, constantly in foul trouble. It, it does seem I understand that he plays on the edge and, and there was those clips of him playing like a fullback in game two. I think mm-hmm. it was where like they were they were going viral of him basically just like bodying people off the ball to set screens and not getting called for fouls. So I, I don't know. It's just it's been a weird Draymond series and it's not helping Golden State. Um, You know, I, I I tend to think this is really who Draymond Green is. Hear me out. So. Where the Warriors have been successful is when, even before Kevin Durant got there, it was Steph Curry, Klay Thompson being arguably the best number two, one of the top number twos that we've ever seen, you know, in the NBA. And it was them really running through the league with their shooting. Like, how do you how do you defend those guys shooting? You have to you have to double team one of them at a point. You got to send two guys at Steph because he's coming off a screen. You got to do all type of stuff to make sure things are difficult. Klay has one of the had or still has one of the prettiest jump shots you know, in the league. And when you're Draymond, he wasn't asked to do a whole lot at that time. And he was always open. He was always open and right under the rim because you have to pay so much attention to what Steph and what Clay were doing, right? And then Kevin Durant came, and now he's really having good seasons because, man, again, I, I'm, not a, I'm, I'm, I'm not a focus. So I can get assists because I'm passing to guys that can score. Uh, I can get rebounds because it's really – Nobody else down there really competing with me. And he works hard. I'm not saying Draymond doesn't work hard. But I'm just saying, like, right now, Clay is struggling. And because Clay is struggling, like, Draymond's really having to work for stuff. So he has to try to work for extra shots, which aren't going down. And he's trying to work for extra rebounds. And the Williams boys are not having that. Like, they're really kind of bullying him down low. He just talked to stuff about being, um, being a bully and, you know, old school players. Like, they were out there getting bullied. Well, these past few games, Draymond has been getting kind of some of his own medicine yeah, from, yes. from, from Greg and uh, and Robert Williams. They've been kind of just pushing him around down there. and, and uh, it's Grant. Like Grant Williams, excuse me. And you see the, the frustration is coming out for Draymond. Now he's playing mad because the F.U. Draymond chants, those happen everywhere. That's not... You know, that's not a Boston signature. Like, that happens everywhere. Because well, it you know, is a Boston signature. It but. is. It is. But, however, Draymond's one of those guys that that's a chant that he gets a lot of places. It's not just in Boston. Boston is just a little more boisterous about, you know, kind of what they do in most cases. But, yeah, he, he's frustrated. So, you see him, like, pull on Jason Tatum when he was kind of trying to take him down to the ground, going for the quote-unquote box out. It's like, yeah, like, you can tell he's super frustrated because, number one, they're not winning at the clip that they're used to. And on top of that, he's not able to help them in any way. Like, I mean, he gets assists because guys are knocking down shots. Right now, they're not knocking down shots. He's getting rebounds because guys don't really want to compete with him down low because he's kind of a bully. Guess what? He's being bullied. He already can't shoot, so he's scared to take open jump shots. We've seen it. Wide open Draymond. He's looking like, uh, uh, what Please, do I someone do? get open. Somebody come, somebody come. Okay, I got to shoot. Front rim. That's the way it goes. And so his podcast is his way to vent. So he gets on that podcast and he talks about it and play well. Yeah, we know. We By know the way, pe- people blaming him doing the podcast on his poor play. That's corny. Come guys, on. come on. Chill. Like, and mind you, there's certain guys what that we don't like. What was he going like. to be doing at the hotel anyway? Nothing. There's certain guys that, video we, games? that we don't like that anything they do irritates us more. That's just the way it goes for certain guys. Oh, I can't believe he does. Oh, he who talks on their podcast after I would be in the gym working on my. Okay. And I guarantee he's in the gym working on a shot. It's just not good in the game. I guarantee he's at a he's at a gym after the game, before the game, knocking down 
30-foot three-pointers. You know what I'm saying? 30-foot jump shots. No problem. Game starts, it's different. That's just what it is. How many times have you been to an NBA game? Either Joe, you've been to a game, and we watched them warm up. We've talked about this before. I'm like, man, Josh McRoberts is getting buckets out there during <laughs> warm-ups, bro. Like, we need, why, why don't we put him in? Like, Ruben Boomjay Boomjay is knocking down every jump shot he's taking. Like, why doesn't he play more? And then he gets in the game, and you're like, oh, okay. That's why he doesn't play more. There you go. And Draymond. I'm sorry, what was the name you just used? Ruben Boomjay Boomjay. You don't remember Ruben? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the way that you just described him, probably not. Yeah. The fact that he shouldn't have been playing. In- <laughs> no, exactly. There are certain guys, yeah, old Blazer, you know, but was he wasn't very good. But there are certain guys that – um, you know, they, that's just who they are. Now I think we're just seeing that the number one, nobody's afraid of the Warriors anymore, and especially not Boston right now. And so Draymond is kind of getting a taste of his own medicine, and he doesn't like it. That's just what it is because Warrior fans are just as irritating. No, let me take that back. I don't think anybody is as irritating as Boston or, or Philly fans. You know what I'm saying? However, Golden State is a I pretty... appreciate you not saying New York fans as part of that. Oh, man, come on. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but, bro, <laughs> like, y'all aren't cool either. No, we're you not. Know, y'all are just disillusioned as anybody else, man. But Helps when guess, you're having an amazing start to the year, though, right? I mean, I guess, you know, there you go. But I think Draymond is going to... throw gonna, a little Yankees support in there. Yeah, man, go go pinstripes, I, I guess. You know, have, you, have you followed that at all? No, because it's isn't it June. Like They're 43 and 16. It's June. How many games are there this year? No, oh, full season. Oh, it's June. Uh, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk in August. You know just, what I'm saying? Just saying, Rashad, yeah. they're off to a great start. I'm just saying, great <sighs> starts are awesome. But we know of anything. Baseball is the one eight and a half division lead. Baseball is the one sport that uh uh an eight and a half division. You always say eight and a half, eight and game? half game division lead. Yeah, we know that's the one sport to where by you know the the middle of July that could be that could be off. I know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm throwing. <laughs> but you should be happy right now. They're playing the, great. Because if the Blazers had a seven-game lead, I'd be like, man, best team in the league. Here we go, championship. Here we come. So I totally get it. Portland fans and yeah, stuff for right? Yeah. Oh, the worst. Only because we're so sad. Because we, no, seriously. Only because we're so sad. We just have, if we had won, the most won, depressed fan base. If we won more and it rains and stuff all the time, like if we won more or won anything, then I don't think we would be as frustrated as we are but when you're in the same state since 77 it's like yeah bro it gets a little it gets a little fresh just a couple of final notes here before we move on draymond green fouled out in one playoff game oh two sorry two playoff games before the series he's already fouled out twice in four games previous series he averaged 9.6 6.3 10.6 points now he's at 4.3 uh rebounds and assists are generally in the same boat so i mean he's still contributing that way it's just been not his series so far and he needs to play better if the warriors are going to win if he doesn't i don't see the celtics losing the series we're gonna take a break coming up next you want to move into the live golf or is there anything else you want to tease any other hot combos you had in your mind uh Let's go I to the say, golf. I would say game five, but yeah, we can go to golf. Yeah, let's go to the golf here. Let's go to the, the golf discussion of the week. The Live Golf Tour has begun in London. The second event here in Portland. We'll get to that next. This is The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I like this beat, Joe. It's a good beat. Yeah. What song is this? Uh, Freddie Gibbs and Rick Ross, Ice Cream. Freddie Gibbs, local, right? No. no. Oh. Gary, Indiana. What's the, the name of the rapper here who has, a, I thought, a similar name to that? Uh, Mike Capes? No, maybe I'm completely off. Never mind. Mike just out of touch. Very out of touch. Well, I don't know the local rap scene at all, but I, for whatever reason, I mean, both of you guys know the local rap scene decently well or very well. So for some reason, that name sounds familiar to me, but I, I guess tied it to the local scene. Only thing that uh, might be somewhat similar, Vinny Dwayne, but I don't even know. Yeah, it's probably just the connection I made in my brain was just straight up incorrect. Probably It'll be like Mike. that sometime. Probably. Yeah, it happens to me a lot. It's okay. You know, it's, it's what happens when you don't listen that well. <laughs> You're just off in your own head a lot. When you don't have your ear to the streets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Or, or to anything, to be honest with you. Um, okay. Let's get into this uh, hot topic of the week here, and I guess of the couple of weeks here, and that is golf. And I never thought that I would be interested in talking about golf. I think golf is hard to watch. And I think it's boring. Guess what I'm doing right now? Watching golf. Yep. I'm watching baseball highlights because I think that's not boring. Unlike I'm watching women's golf over here. Okay. Look at you go, Joe. Equality, equal time on the television. Well, that's good. They can definitely uh, hit a golf ball much better than I can. So I'll take any <laughs> tips I can get. But I, I am not a golf guy. I I've tried. I, I try to watch some of the majors. There was a time where I watched somewhat regularly because I was doing the golf show on Saturday and figured I should probably know a little bit about what was going on. Um, it's just not the sport for me. It's really hard for me to get into, but I'm so interested in this because it really doesn't have anything to do with golf. It has everything to do with like human nature and morals and money and tough decisions and competition. It's like, there's so many layers to it that makes this such a fascinating story to me. And most of you probably already know it, but for those who don't, the the Live Tour is a new golf tour that is being run and funded by the Saudis. And they are poaching players from the PGA Tour. They are paying some of them oodles and oodles of money to do so. And they are having them play on their own tour events. One of which will be coming up. Their second event is here in Portland at Pumpkin Ridge. Or I should say here in Oregon at Pumpkin Ridge. And it's uh, that just adds a little local flair to it as well. It's just such a wild story. And I think everybody who's been following the story puts themselves in the shoes of the golfers who have been offered the money. 
I think it's impossible not to because it's a it's a big moral question of I don't agree with the way that the Saudis run their country and do their governing, right? They have killed people. They've killed journalists. They treat women atrociously. Uh, anybody who's not essentially a straight male is treated atrociously. It's a really closed, backwards, old government that most people don't agree with anymore. So when the Saudis are doing that, but then offering people, Dustin Johnson was the big reported number, $125 million just to be on the tour, not even after the purses of the actual golf events. You sit there and go, what would I do if I was offered maybe not $125 million, but what if I was offered $5 million to do something that the Saudis were backing? What if I was offered $1 million to do something like that? And it puts you in the position that these players were put in of where do your, how strong are your morals compared to your financial needs and the needs of your family, right? And it, it's that's what has been so fascinating to me is because I think we all like to think that we are good people and that we would make the right decisions and that we would support the right movements. But when presented with an opportunity like this, what do you do? It's really difficult to make that choice, is it not? It it's it's very difficult to to make that choice. If you're a millionaire athlete, I think it's very difficult. Nah, we just had a text here a little bit ago that was like, man, if you're asking average Joe's, like it's easy for us as fans to sit here and say that morally and ethically, I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't do that. But I'm pretty sure most of us that are listening now have never been offered a million dollars to do anything, you know? And so let alone Dustin Johnson got offered $125 million. Just to say yes. The winning purse for the Masters is Mm 2.7. The most prestigious golf tournament you can possibly win. Not the Open, not the Masters. $2.7 million for the winning purse. And mind you, there's a chance that I might not place it all and win anything if I'm in the tournament. And and this could be wrong. I mean, I I don't know if either of you guys would know the answer to this question, Joe but knows. Um, I think that if you don't make the cut on tour, you get nothing, and you had to pay to like pay yourself to get to said tournament as a golfer. Yeah. Joe confirmed and I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't make the cut, I mean, as, assuming sponsorship money isn't uh, huge for you. Like, let's say you're an up-and-coming golfer and you've got, like, one sponsorship. All these dudes have sponsorships, like, multiple, though. It's, oh, all of them do? It, it's bizarre. So even it kind of guys, makes up for the loss. Even these yeah. guys on, like, the Corn Ferry Tour, they have these random offshoots. Like, it's so funny watching golf because all the endorsements and stuff are, like, these HR companies or, like, software companies on how to run your company because you have uber-rich people <laughs> watching golf. Right. Oh, wow, Workday, that sounds interesting. Oh, can run my whole HR firm. Perfect. Mm. So, I mean, some of these sponsors are random companies like that that want to get their name out there to these very rich people watching this game. Um, Yeah, so the golfers, if they don't make the cut, they're not making any money. They're actually in, in the red for that tournament prior to any sponsorship money that they have. So with that in mind, also, you can kind of understand the allure of getting the flat fee. 
when you mentioned Dustin Johnson's 125 mil, I mean, it's not the most ever for a year, but that's like boxer money. That's like Floyd Mayweather had one fight and made $180 million. That's exactly what that is. Like, no athlete makes that much money how, in a year. How many, oh, for how many years? Just one year? He got it immediately. He just got 125 mil. Like, I mean, uh, okay, sorry. I don't actually know the details, so I, I will say I don't know if it's. Yeah, I don't know in, if it's like a 10-year deal or four years. Or, I don't, I don't, from what I've read, it wasn't a contract. It was, we'll pay you this to do the tour. Bro. So I don't know if it's all at once or not. I can't. I can't claim to know that. I think it was all at once, but I could be wrong. It's and and it's all good for. I think a lot of us morally want to do the right thing, like we feel like we would do the right thing. I think we would support if given the opportunity uh, to do so. However, when someone comes to you with that much money, in most cases, it's an, it's it's impossible for especially us as regular Joes. No fun intended, Joe. But as regular just guys and regular people here in America, someone comes to you and says, hey, Mike, man, we're gonna, we want to pay you $10 million to do this show for a year. What? <laughs> Sold. Like, I mean, it, you don't think much about it. Even if the organization is morally corrupt and all those things, you hear that dollar amount and it's like, wait, you do what? What's the bad stuff you do? Right. Never heard of it. Well, and that's Sold. the thing. And, and And to go back to the original point is – for a lot of these golfers that have made the jump, they're not struggling at all. No. They don't need the money at all. And that's where I think, like, if it's you, yeah. Like, if it was me in that in this situation, hell yeah, I'm taking the money. Absolutely. I need, I mean, that would be life-changing for me. That would, that would change everything. And, yes, I think I would have some guilt over the decision that I made or who was sending me the money, but... If it made life for my family better, then I think you make that decision, right? That's a moral sacrifice you're willing to make. But for a professional golfer, I mean, Dustin Johnson, he's married to Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Like, it's not even just his money coming in. Like, he's in a family of a lot of money, and she probably makes a ton of, like, Instagram money or however hot girls make their money these days. And OnlyFans or something. I don't know. And not an OnlyFans? <laughs> I don't know. I'm That's just throwing sexist, that out Mike. There. <laughs> but like I they don't need that money but it's such a large amount that I understand why they would take it but it's also that's where the moral ground gets even more borderline of like you don't even need this isn't even life-changing for you you've already your life's already perfect as perfect as it can be financially I should say yeah so that that's where you start kind of coming into the other side of like shame on them for taking this money because it's you don't need it yeah when you're talking millionaire athletes multi-millionaire athletes hundred million it's like it it, it it looks strange i totally understand you know what i'm saying it's like but then on the flip side there's like a random 16 year old amateur from like asia who signed up to do this and he's going to get paid like a million plus however many millions of dollars to do this and then you say okay this person wasn't making any money is that a good choice for him then that's why it's such a wild, interesting conversation to me. Um, I mean, yeah, you basically hit it on the head as far as what I was going to say. It's like, you know, you ask us regular Joes, and they're like, oh, no, I would never. Are you kidding me? Do you know what the Saudis do? And you look at Sure, because I think I would just say, yeah, please. No, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm doing. I mean, I get you hit it on the nose. Like, it's these guys who are making millions of dollars playing golf, and they said yes. Like, they don't need the money, and they even said yes to the – 
And then I had this example the other day where it was like, okay, say that a prospective employer wants to hire you. And they ask, how much have you made in your entire life? What, what, what do you mean? Since the day you started working to now, what are your career earnings? I, I don't know. I guess uh, if I looked at it, probably three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. Okay, we'll give you a million dollars just to hire, just to hire you. We will Sign hire you and yeah. give you one million dollars just for you to join join our company. Wow. All right. Well, what's the salary? The salary is going to be about twice as much as you've ever made in your entire career. That's what you're going to get per year. Well. Okay, sounds good. Where do I sign? <laughs> What's the job? Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Like, who's? where's the money coming from? And it's coming from the side. Okay. Well, all right. I'll still sign the contract anyways. Where is it? When you get an offer like that, I don't care who you are. You're going you're gonna to sign that check. The story that uh, a texter sent in to us, somebody who was in the know, said that one of the companies here locally who was putting up the um, – putting up the grandstands at pumpkin Ridge for the tour basically was pushing back on wanting to do it because of the Saudi connection. So the Saudis purchased the company. They just bought this, this dude's company paid him off and then went and built the grandstands themselves or put them up themselves. Like it's insane, right? They just went and bought this dude's company because he wasn't going to do something for them. So they went, okay, here's money. We'll do it. And I want to get to this next. This is called sports washing. There's a term for this. It's using things that people love to make your image better because you're being distracted by what they're doing in the sports world. And I want to get to that angle of it next because I think that's that's kind of the deep evil of this. And I and I think all of us who are saying, you know, that we understand to a certain extent are falling victim to it as well. It's just tough. When the money is presented to you, it's tough, right? It's just one of those things you're like, well, money. Money, please. You know, it's it's one of those things. But sports washing is real and it's happening, and, and we'll talk about it next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.